The land is green, it's green, oh oh. The land is green, it's green, can't you see? I can't see. Oh, the harvest is ready, 'cause he told me so. It's green and it's all mine. Saturday in the city of Ibado, and uh, so far so good. Hope you are not so cold, and if you're cold, well, just get something quite hot that you can drink because it's Saturday. You can actually sleep in, except you have to work. Okay, so get to work immediately. A very good morning to you. This is Unibon Family Radio Station, Inspiration 100.5 FM, and you're welcome. This is 60 Minutes with Fam Connect right here on the dial that inspires. My name is Oluwatobi. And for the next 60 minutes, you're about to learn something new, something that can benefit you, that can benefit me, that can benefit everybody and the world at large. Because right here, we are always looking out for 
how we can have smarter farmers, how we can make sure that food security is a thing that is not a fantasy. Right here in Nigeria and of course in the world at large and how you also can play a role as being a very active participant or maybe dormant but your money doing the work for you. You know, they're wasted as things, okay? Good morning once again. You are welcome. And last week I talked about something quite interesting and today it's going to be no different. So just sit back and relax and get ready because the show is getting started. Every other Saturday, I'm always a particular about what you eat because when food is in the tummy, everything is always uh, quite good, at least to a percentage. I mean, a larger percent. Before you can say you want to get to work, someone that is hungry would not do work really well. And someone that is not healthy cannot even perform optimally, right? Okay, so today I'm going to be talking about different kind of oils that uh, you used to cook. Yes, there are lots of oils that have lots of fats and a whole lot of people are trying to cut down on fats but then there are unsaturated fats which are actually quite good for you and a whole lot of them can be get gotten from oils so today i'll be talking about some oils that you can use in place of the ones that you usually use okay yeah so there are some of them that you might have heard before and there are some that just might be new to you okay so hope you are open to learning something new today because uh, you are going to definitely learn something new. Okay, so at number one is the canola oil. When I was looking through and I saw the canola oil, I was like, canola oil? What's that? Okay, so uh, canola oil is very, very high in healthier unsaturated fats. And it's uh, gotten from crushed canola seeds. Okay, it is higher in omega-3 fatty acid. And uh, it's... Uh, Okay, it's higher than other oils apart from the flaxseed oil. I'm talking about the flaxseed oil later. But then if you do not know about the canola oil, it is quite healthy and it can be used for roasting, frying and baking, like mostly. It has a quite neutral taste and doesn't do much for food in the flavor department. And so it's recommended for either frying, roasting or baking. And it's not so good for salad dressings, okay? Plus, it doesn't have flavors as such. It has a neutral flavor. Another one is the extra virgin olive oil. I'm sure you've heard about this, but there are two. Anyway, I'm talking about the other one. There's the pure olive oil and there's the extra virgin olive oil. And uh, the extra virgin olive oil has a lot of health benefits for you. So if you're somebody that does not want to like have a lot of oil or you but you need it okay uh, you can go for the extra virgin olive oil it has uh it is rich in mono unsaturated fats and it also has large amounts of antioxidants it has strong anti-inflammatory properties also and it can may not can it may help prevent stroke okay so that's number two on my list that's the extra virgin olive oil and it's best recommended for frying okay radar is best recommended for drizzling not for frying okay it's not recommended for frying or roasting about over 375 degrees fahrenheit so no don't use it to fry 
that you can use the pure olive oil to fry like if you love frying things in olive oil you want to use the pure olive oil okay so you can use it for frying it can use can be used for uh heavy duty cooking it can be used for a whole lot of things like that so there is a difference between the extra virgin olive oil and the pure olive oil okay Extra virgin olive oil is for taste and goodness. I think that's like the major difference between the both of them. Another oil you can use in place of the ones you use is the avocado oil. Yes, it's much like the coconut oil, but uh, people that love clean eating, that are trying to like watch their weight and want to have healthy food, want to go for the avocado oil but uh, unlike the coconut oil it does not have a lot of saturated fats coconut oil actually does but avocado oil does not and it is packed with heart healthy monounsaturated fats so you might want to go for that one another one that's quite popular on this side is the vegetable oil and it's kind of like a sister to the canola oil it's chemically processed and it has a, a high smoke point and it has a neutral flavor so it's recommended for frying roasting and baking another one is the safflower oil so if you're skeptical about the vegetable oil or the canola oil you might want to go for the safflower oil and it's also best for frying Another one is the peanut oil. It's also chemically processed and it is low in saturated fats. So you might want to use it for frying. And uh, it's not recommended for foods that do not want to taste like peanuts. So if you don't want your chicken to taste like peanuts, you might not want to use it. Okay. Yeah. Another one is a sesame oil. I'm sure you've heard about sesame seeds. I think Nigeria is one of the biggest exporters of sesame seeds from the northern parts. Some people do not even know about this. But then it is another highly flavorful oil and it goes a really, really long way for you in your dishes. Okay. Another one is the flaxseed oil. And probably the last I'll be talking about for today. But it's not really recommended for cooking okay so you might want to look into using it more if you don't eat a lot of foods that have omega-3 uh like fish you know we say fishes have omega-3 acid fats and all of that so if you do not eat a lot of fishes that have omega-3 fatty acids you might want to add flaxseed oil to your food and all of that you can't really cook with it raise it for your salad dressings it's fine okay so some of the oils those are some of the oils that you can actually use in cooking diversify make your food interesting okay you can use the canola oil you can use the extra virgin olive oil you can also use the pure olive oil you can use the avocado oil vegetable oil safflower oil peanut oil sesame oil and flaxseed oil so if you are looking for options i've given you options this morning okay so yes you already have healthier uh, oils that you can actually use to prepare your food. Just like we always say, 
food is very, very important, particularly breakfast. So have you even had breakfast today? If you have not, now is the time for you to maybe just grab something or something light to eat this morning. Okay, so you don't uh, become so heavy throughout the day. My name is Oluwatobi Oladiko, and this is 60 Minutes of Farm Connects. When I'm back, we'll be talking about how you can also be a part of making things better. Talking about the supply chain in agriculture and, of course, value addition. You can learn a lot from this part of the show. Don't go anywhere. My guest is we are seated right here in the studio. My name is Toby once again. Good morning. I believe in my future. I believe in this great land. I believe in Nigeria. I believe we will love it. All the things that we desire. We tear out the unity. I believe in Africa's glory. I believe if we take all the vast land we've got. Yes, I know we can build up palaces. I believe in peace. Before 10 o'clock from this Dow Inspiration 100.5 FM, and you're just in time in case you are just tuning in. Was on to 60 Minutes with Fam Connect. My name is Oluwatobi Olaliko. A very good morning to you once again. And if you missed out on the first part of the show, maybe I'll do a recap for you. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, but just hang in there. All right. Okay, so this morning we're talking about the agricultural supply chain and, of course, value addition. You might be like, okay, okay, but first let's meet uh, my guest for today. Well, my guest is Saka Adesoji and is the owner of Saka Organic Foods, which is a pioneer in organic poultry and crop production in Nigeria. As a graduate of pure and applied chemistry and its scientific approach agriculture 
and in providing solutions to many farmers in Nigeria has won him many accolades. And since 2013, Saka Organic <clears throat> pardon me, has pioneered several innovative systems in both organic poultry production and urban crop production, such as producing birds without the use of synthetic drugs, vaccinations, and heat imbrudian. Saka also pioneers SAC farmers sack farming in nigeria wow sack farming nice he has trained over 2000 other organic farmers in nigeria that are practicing and achieving success with his many methods of poultry production his trainings are sold out and packed with groundbreaking solutions adesoji also provides organic farm imputes for farmers to achieve astonishing results imputes like herbal medication for poultry botanical preparation to cure many of poultry diseases herbal pesticides fungicides like liquid smoke and liquid fungi uh adesuji is a highly sought after consultant in organic poultry production and urban crop production in nigeria and he is with me this morning i have the honor of having him in the studio today to talk about the agriculture supply chain and of course value addition a very good morning to you i don't know which one should i refer to you as is it uh adesoji or saka well uh saka is okay saka is more popular with that. okay all right so good morning saka it's good to have you in the studio today yeah, good morning Toby. yes okay so let's first establish what the uh supply chain really is about in agriculture now because i'm sure we have supply chains in almost every like sphere of life so let's talk about supply chain in agriculture let's establish what really it is about yeah um agriculture is about food itself okay and um food is that it promotes um the disease in you okay or uh, it helps you to develop immunity you bring in the nutrients and all the rest okay agriculture is either you are involved and become part of the problem okay or you provide solution to some of the many problems there mm. if you're able to provide solutions to many of the problems then you are going to make money okay but if you're joining agriculture and you are becoming part of the problem itself mm. you'll be losing money mm. And to make money, you have to look at the value chain. Okay. The value chain, most um, problems uh, newcomers do have is they only look at the production aspect of it. Okay. Um, they think when you're into farming, you must own farm alone for you to make money out of it. No. They are value chain along the line. We have processors. We have transportations. Okay. We have um, retailing. Okay. We have marketing. These aspects, you have to find yourself in one of those aspects of um, of it. Okay. But most people concentrate more on crop production. Okay. And um, crop or livestock production, which also is a main um, system for you to start off anyway. Okay. But there are other value chains along the line okay. that is highly profitable. Yesterday, I was coming back from um, Okene, Kogi State, and we passed through Ikoli. Okay. Ikiti. Yeah. So, um, there a lot of yams, and we bought some, um, 50 pieces for um, 30,000. Okay. And when when it's here in Ibadan, it's a lot of money because they're very big. 
Oh. That is one value chain. All right. You can perfect yourself um, bringing those products from where it is cheap to areas where it is uh, needed, mm. especially the city. So you, you solve the transportation issue. Okay. Then you solve the marketing issue. Mm. It's one value chain. Okay. So these areas you have to master. Processing itself is another thing. If you have to do business or do agricultural business like every other person, you are not going to make money. Mm. If you bring tomatoes to the market, and the only way you can outsell your competitor is when you drop your price, you are not going to make money. Mm. But you have to add value to what you bring to the market so that you can add some little amount of money to be, to make something out of it. Mm. So those value chain varies. Okay. One of the value you can add is doing organic. Okay, organic. Organic production. Okay. Um, people are always wary of what they, like I said earlier on, is either you promote the disease in you when you consume food mm. or you boost your immunity. You boost your immunity with food. These two things will always happen. And you have to look at the food you consume. The food you consume in crop production or livestock production, there are a lot of chemicals in the system. A lot. Fertilizer, pesticides, fungicides, and others. They affect human health significantly. Especially um, food production. For instance, cucumber. Yes. Yeah. Is very healthy. Yeah. Everybody knows about the benefits of cucumber. But believe me, the average conventional farmer will have sprayed a cucumber plant 10 times with different chemicals before you have that product. Wow. Yes. yes. They will have sprayed pesticides. Okay. Herbicides. Herbicides is to kill um, the weeds. Yes. Fungicides different kinds because just as much as you love these plants mm. the pest also love, love them. them too in fact they love them more than you do wow so there is a battle always between the farmer and the pest okay all right so like you're talking about the value chain yeah i want to ask if there is a difference between the supply chain and the value chain when it comes to agriculture, is there a significant difference between supply chain and value chain or they are one and the same? Yes, they, they are interrelated. Okay, they are interrelated. They are interrelated. Okay. The supply chain in Nigeria is totally uh, dysfunctional. Okay. If you solve that problem, you will make one. Hmm. In every village in Nigeria, I just made mention about um, Ikolik, yes. where we have a lot of yams. Yes. There are so many villages in Nigeria that specializes in one particular crop. So, and how do you find out? You visit their market. Mm. They are going to have one, one crop they grow. It's always there. When you visit any neighboring village or town, there's one particular plant they grow more. You can only find that in the market. You visit their market, you discover this, but it is needed in the in the city. Mm. That is a supply chain. Okay. I've vi- I visited um, villages in as far as um, Ayangba in Kogi State. Okay. Where 
it is more costly to transport tomatoes to the market so they leave it to rot in the in the farm wow yes yes i, I saw that myself so it's more costly costlier to bring the crop the, the produce to the market so they leave it to run and it is needed in lagos yes so if you're able to solve look at those opportunities the opportunities are there they once you solve any problem in the value chain down the value chain production livestock and everything you make money Hmm. okay so you already see you don't necessarily have to own a firm or you don't have to go into crop production fully before you can make money from agriculture yes. all right so you just have to identify which part of the value chain that you can actually fit into and then you make money from it so how then can somebody that wants to go into agriculture now okay from what you said i have an interest how do i identify what part of the value chain that's going to actually suit me now you have to get involved first okay um some start with crop production like i said or livestock production yes and the moment they, they do start they have one problem and that problem is they focus only on the production aspect of it okay then after harvesting and others they outsource their profit out they outsource their profits yes okay they bring in the middlemen to come and buy okay they are not ready to do the 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 little work of getting to the consumers okay they are contented producing alone and not getting that product to the doorstep of the people that need it who are going to pay more mm. than when someone comes to the farm gates to buy i consulted for someone recently is coming from south africa to set up poultry and having done everything i told him look this is what we will do we will set up the production aspect but we'll focus more on the consumer and the marketing aspects. Mm. Then it was like, oh, I don't have time for that. And I said, well, then you are ready to assess your profit. So most farmers, most, in fact, virtually almost all of them, we do the hardest part of it, which is the crop production. Uh-huh. The simple part of it, which is the marketing and others. They, they give it out. Wow. And that is where their profit is. Okay. And they have sources. Okay. All right. So, so now let's talk about value addition. Yeah. What does value addition actually really mean in agriculture? Because the topic for today is uh, the agriculture supply chain and then value addition. What does value addition really mean in agriculture? Processing. 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 That's just it. You must, you must add value to every single thing from the, from the farm. So that you can get money from it. Packaging okay. is part of processing. Okay. If, um, let's say you have okra, you you know, most people may find it difficult to chop. Yeah. When you chop and you're able to supply fresh, believe me, you have market. Hmm. But the difficult aspect of it is getting that market. But if you're able to solve that aspect, you have... A very pretty good problem at hand meeting the demands because a lot of people will demand for it mm. which is a good problem which we need to solve you bring other farmers to buy their producer and pick up. 
Okay, let's look extensively into how you can add value to your crops and livestock. Now, you are someone that is based mostly on poultry farming. So now let's look at it from poultry farmers. Poultry farming, rather. Those that have poultry, how then can they add value? Because like you said, a whole lot of people just want to have uh, the poultry, have the birds. Okay, I have layers, they lay eggs. Okay, that's fine. I have uh, birds, broilers, and they are big enough to sell. That's all. So how then can poultry farmers add value to it to be able to get more profits? Because I'm sure a whole lot of people are looking for how to make more money with little stress. Now, the, along the value chain in poultry, mm. there's huge opportunity to be tapped from it. Okay. One, you have the DOC. Deal chicks. Okay. Deal chicks. chicks. You can start selling it even when you are producing. Okay. You can start selling. You have um, the feed meal. Some farms are big enough. They have feeds and they produce only for themselves. Underutilizing the capacity of their feed meal. Mm. You can produce, you can get maize and soya beans are very costly right now. Okay. And you can actually get those from a cheaper angle, from cheaper markets like okay. I've just discussed. Yes, right yes. And produce even cheaper version of feeds and sell to neighboring farmers. Mm. Okay. Then the pool okay. is manual. You can add value to it. I know of many farms, they just dump the pool somewhere. And maybe people from um, the north, northern parts, they buy from them. But they are not adding enough addition to get results from it. You can add. Um, some other nutrients to the chick, to the manure. You can add bone meal. You can add um, blood meal. Okay. When you slaughter your beds. When you slaughter your beds, you can actually add bone meals to it. You can add um, uh, blood meals from the beds to improve the nitrogen content of the manure you have. Okay. And sell to neighboring farmers who are into crop production. Mm. Your fertilizer will be, your manure itself will be very rich and they will demand it because they need results. Okay. Then along the production aspect of it, you can smoke your chicken mm. and not freeze it necessarily. You sell at um, frozen chicken. Okay. You can smoke it. When you smoke your chicken, it brings in flavors and all that, especially when you do organic. Hmm. People, once you are in, you you allow people to taste your organic chicken, smoked chicken. You are good to go. The demand will come in hmm. because everybody loves good things. Yes, the smoky taste and all that is heavenly. Okay. So you, the value chain is endless hmm. along the line. The feathers can also be used as fertilizer. You can also use as fish meal. Okay. For fish. For fish. Fish. Meal. Yes. The meal, the feathers is very nutritious. Okay. Animals. So, a whole lot you can do. And there are so many. Um, we have noilers. We have broilers. We have layers. We have so many egg productions and all that. So, you can perfect yourself in those areas that suits you or suits your time or your money. And the funniest thing is you can start small. You can start small. Yes. Okay, we'll look into that because I was, I was going to ask you about finances and all of that because people always see all those things as major challenges. You're seeing a whole lot of things. They'll be like, ah, 
Okay, like this one is plenty people that have plenty of money that can go into all of this. Not to worry. We're going to be talking about that. If you have any questions so far, we're talking about agriculture, value chain or supply chain because they are interrelated. And of course, value addition. And my guest, Saka, today has talked about how you can actually add value as a poultry farmer because uh, that's what he is based on. You can call in on 0703-232-4940 or 0909-888-1500. Let's see who's here. Hello? Hello? Okay, lost the call. 0703-232-4940 or 0909-888-1500. Okay, uh, let's see who's here. Hello? Hello, good morning. Okay, you can also send us a message on 0809-192-1005. 0809-192-1005. Okay, you were talking about... Hold up, let's see if it's going to go through now. Hello? Hello, good morning. Okay, send us a message, 0809-192-1005. Yes, you talked about how uh, poultry farmers can do a whole lot from almost every part of poultry. Yeah. You talked about it. So now let's talk about the value chain generally now. What's the importance of value addition now on agriculture as a whole? Not just on the benefits of farmers now, but agriculture as a whole. Yeah, if, when you add value you make more money okay then you have um, more customers okay and when you have all those then you are you're you're, you're going to make money mm. but remember agriculture is something you have to grow with patience patience yes it's not a i put my money now to get back tomorrow no 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 if you don't have patience it's not for you but during the period of patience, there's still some certain things you can key into. Mm. If you are going to do broiler production, you take six weeks, six weeks or more. If you are going to crop production, um, the, I think the fastest is uh, vegetables. Okay. Um, a month, a month and some few days. But you're still going to wait. Mm. Three months, two months, some a year. Mm. Cassava. Gary is there. There's always this cliche. Nobody advertises Gary. Abio and it's selling. <laughs> and it's selling like fire. Yes. So you can start that way. Okay. I, I, I processed Gary some time ago. Okay. Um, I discovered that Gary itself um do not have these spikes and all that okay the cassava do not come with spikes it okay is during the process of processing it uh-huh. so i went to the village talked to the women erected some um, um barriers why they fry so that we won't have spikes in the other smokes and all those mm. things in the and i marketed the gary that if i sell my gary to you and you pour water and you saw the uh, debris. Yeah. Those. I'll refund your money back to you. Mm. So Gary could be as pure as milk. Wow. Yes. So wow. I gave those boys sponge and soap. 
I monitor them, they peel and they wash crispy, clean, white. Okay. And then they grate, put nylons on the floor and all this. So you can, actually, that is one value addition. Uh. So my Gary, packaging it, instead of putting an ordinary sack, I put nylon in it. Okay. And then I put the Gary. Then, so it retains the taste and everything. Mm. The crispiness and everything will stay there. So those little things, you look at those areas, bananas, transportation and all that. You can see the way they transport bananas all over the place. Mm-hmm. They just dump it. No, it's not so. It's not supposed to be. You are not adding value that way. Okay. You process it properly from the spots, from the harvest. There's pre-harvesting. Okay. Um, uh, post-harvesting handling. Okay. Pre-harvesting handling. And post-harvest post handling. Okay. So, and they, there are times that you harvest the ripe fruits, not overripe, based on the demand, the market, and the duration, the time frame from which you are going to supply this product. Mm. So, that is how you, you harvest. You don't harvest when it is near the period of um, ripening, based on... So, that's why you have people harvesting tomatoes up north. Yeah. And they got spoiled before they Yeah, get I was because uh, there, there are lots of folks about that. Pre-handling is poor. That's part of processing and supply. Okay. Pre-handling is very, very poor. Hmm. Nobody, most farmers, is, is, except for big farms, who understand this aspect of it. So, you process, you pre-handle, you post-handle. Then you condition the product, okay, so that the end users can get it this way you intend for them to yes. get it. So that value gets to the consumers, and they always think of that brand. Hmm. So you're always going to be in business. But if you are doing it the way others are doing it, then you not you not have much. Hmm. You go like others. You go like others. If so you you must add value, you must process well. It doesn't mean um, a standard from uh, abroad you use. You can develop your own st- I just described how I developed my own standard. Yes, for yes. Processing. You can do likewise for a lubor and others. You look at the problems. There are stones in rice. Yes. Rice don't grow with stones. It's processing. Hmm. Yes, it's processing. So that is where the problem is. So you look at those areas where you 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 can solve that problem if you're able to solve the problem the money will come look for a problem and solve it and then money will come and there are numerous problems numerous huge problems Mm. in crop production people need pesticides yes people need um uh, fertilizers nutrients once you're able to solve any one of them you make money for instance, irrigation. Rains ceased for a while. Yes. Now, irrigation is a big problem. Do you know most of the irrigation equipment are imported from abroad? <laughs> yes, they are. Most of the equipment, as little as emitters. Emitters are just like biro with some little configuration in it. Okay. But we don't produce here in Nigeria. We import them. The tubes we use, we import all those. The funniest thing is the raw materials are taken from there. Taken over there. China, then 
some schoolboys produce them and bring them, then we pay hard earned money on them. So we look at how we can do it locally. Those things I've been battling with it myself. What are the reason, what are the ways we can do with irrigations and not necessarily need to import them? If you are going to irrigate, you're going to spend a lot of money, money mm. because you're importing. Yes. Yeah. And it shouldn't be so. Mm. It shouldn't be so. Okay, yes. There are some people like yourself that are out there that be like, okay, so we have these ideas for things like this, but then money is the problem. Yeah. How then do uh, small older farmers or people that want to go into, like maybe that irrigation part of it now, that want to do it right here in Nigeria, but they are particular about financing. How then do they go around it to make sure that they are able to still add value in value chain? You see, in financing, the major problem in Nigeria is, is getting good, um, how would I put it? The, if you are getting loans, okay, the percentage is always high. Mm. And for agriculture, if you are getting loans to do agriculture for the first time, you are making the biggest mistake of your life. Mm. You must get in with your own resource. Okay. Look at areas that work for you. There are areas that work for you that won't work for me. Based on my disposition. I look for those areas. You perfect it. Then you grow the business. That's why you haven't seen many big corporations succeeding as farmers. Have you noticed it? Mm. No. You, it's something you need to grow. Small other farmers needs to start small and look at areas where they can expand along the value chain. Usually when competitors come in, when you have competitors, the edge you will have is how well you master the value chain. Most people can do frozen chicken answer. But I tell you, I can also do some certain smoked chicken. Not even roasting along with charcoal i can use an offset smoker as a kind of smoking we're not directly smoking with charcoal okay but brings in the smoky um flavor mm. in meats and all that so my product can stand out even when you smoke yours so all these things you have to master finance is crucial but yeah. is not the number one to start with you have to be involved with your own money okay then you expand when you need expansion then you can start going will you like i normally i started very small started very small and i always want to get into a good problem the good problem in the sense that i have more than enough to undo now but i need to expand on it mm -hmm. then i start looking for money hmm. when i start looking for money i know mufera freezer i want to buy freezer right now because I have some chicken I've processed. That is part of the expansion. So you start sourcing for money and all that. Mm. But you are not going to buy freezer now when you know you've not started production. Yet. But you have everything laid out in your plans. But you have to start first. Okay. Gradually. You expand as you go. You expand as you go. Because if you fail, you will fail small. But if you start big and you fail, you fail very big.
mm. and you may not be able to recover. Mm. But when you are growing and you fail, you know you can quickly spot where the problem is and correct. But you are not going to fall for big. Okay, that's quite interesting. Thank you so much for talking about the challenges. Like a whole lot of people always say, money is the major challenge. No, and you've already heard that the way forward for you is to start small and then expand as you go. Identify places that you need to expand and then expand as you go. Do you know um, we lick orange every day? Yes, we do. And um, sour soap and others. We can grow them into seedlings. Seedlings? Yes, and they are very costly. Yes, and you start selling seedlings. I know someone who started that way. Wow. So once he noticed the orange is very sweet, he keeps the seeds and he starts planting. He starts planting. He starts planting. Then seedlings, he starts announcing, I have seedlings, I have seedlings. And people buy one, five, two thousand. Started that way. Okay. So now he has a lot of seedlings of different avocado, different things in the, in, in the farm. Mm. That is what he says. Seedlings. Seedlings. Tomato seedlings he has. Moringa seedlings is there. You know. Mm-hmm. That is one way you can start. So you don't need too much money to start that. Yes. You know, you just need some little space and you network and the social media is helping a lot. Because you can you can now be very visible to a lot of people in different channels. Um, Instagram, Facebook, yeah. WhatsApp, and all that. Uh-huh. Then your business is your business. So you talk about it all the time and people will patronize you. Mm. Yeah. Your business is your business. Nobody's yes. going to take your business like you no, will no, take no, your no, business. No, nobody. nobody. Yeah. Thank you so much, Sakai, for sharing with us this morning. I'm sure a whole lot of people have learned a thing or two and are already looking for ways to look into the value chain and see how they can be a part of it and, of course, earn from it. So for people that would like to access you directly, is there any way they can reach you? Yes, I'm on Instagram. Okay. Saka underscore organic foods. Okay. I'm also on uh, Facebook. Um, then phone number, of course. Okay, your phone number, please. Yeah, 080. 080. 384. 34. 34. 34. 36. 36. 80. 384. 384. 2637. Okay, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure talking to you this morning. Okay, so as usual, we have somebody from Farm Connect to tell you how you can partner with farm connect this day and maybe even later okay yes so don't go anywhere see you in family radio station my name is toby
connect telling you that agriculture is peace. This great morning in the Mormon family radio station, Inspiration 100.5. If I'm sure you learned a thing or two during the time when we're talking about the agricultural supply chain, you don't have to start big, start small and expand along the way. Okay, just find a place that you can fit into and there are numerous problems for you to solve. Just look at the one that you can actually start with your own resources and then expand as you go okay all right so this morning i asked someone from farm connects here to talk to us about how exactly we can partner with farm connects good morning how are you doing okay hope you're not so cold not really <laughs> okay so what does farm connects have for us today good morning everyone i would like to start from identifying a problem and then solving it like you said and one of the problems we solve, we, um, that our mission to solve in Farm Connect is contributing immensely, immensely to food security in Nigeria. Okay. Because, like the song you had not quite long, we believe when there's food, when we have what to eat, then we have peace of mind. And then that is um, one of our major vision in Farm Connect. We try as much as possible to ensure that every human being has something to eat and then in that way we are solving the problem of food scarcity in the world okay and then he said um, he also said it is either you eat to promote disease or you eat to boost your immunity and one of the basic thing that can boost our uh, immunity is in vegetables yeah yeah talking about um, strawberry tomatoes pepper cucumber potatoes and other kinds of vegetables and that is part just part of our project in farm connect in and what we implore to cultivate vegetables basically is greenhouse it's just a control model to ensure all the vegetables we grow are free from diseases okay. they are free from pests they are right. free from weeds and once all these are ensured, we have um, nutritious and um, vegetables out there to eat. We don't eat what can promote diseases in our body. We eat what can boost our immunity. So, and um, this um, greenhouse is this greenhouse is not what we we can do all on our own. That is why she said that um, I should tell the house. How people can partner with Farm Connect. Yeah. Yes. You can own a greenhouse also as um, one of our sponsors. You can own a greenhouse. You just subscribe to the different packages we have on the greenhouse. To know more about that, you can just visit our website or you call us. But then before I give out our number, I would also like to say that um, the aspect of supply chain and marketing, like you said, We've like we've been so smart enough to have off the cars already for our products. Like you said, you don't just produce and you don't have people to sell to. You it's just like you are giving out your profits to people outside, and that is what many people do outside. But in farm gonads, we cultivate these um crops, we plant them, we do feed uh, off feed cultivation too, and then after after harvesting them sorry after harvesting them we have ready made of the casper products we don't have to give out our profits to people outside so 
you can be a part of this project by calling us on our number. Okay. 080-88-934536. The number again, please. 080-88-9345-4536. Okay. And you can also visit our website to see other things that we do. Just type www.farmconnectng.com and we have account with all social um, social media platforms. At Facebook, just type FarmConnect, Instagram, FarmConnectNG, and on LinkedIn, FarmConnect Nigeria. Okay. So, we'll be looking forward to have you around. Okay. All right. Remember, the FarmConnect is with a K and not a C. F-A-R-M-K-O-N-E-T. Right? Okay, thank you so much for coming today. All right, so my name is Toby. It's been a fun time with you on this dial right here, talking about agriculture for the past 60 minutes. It's been fun. Okay, uh, this is time for me to say goodbye. Have a very fantastic Saturday. All right, remember to eat, though. Breakfast is very, very important. Okay, have a good day. The land is green. It's green. Oh, oh. The land is green, it's green, can't you see? I can't see, oh, the harvest is ready, cause he told me so. It's green and it's all mine. Oh